0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 4 episode 139 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining once again today as we conclude our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering um, the week of May the 9th uh, to May the 15th, numbers 11 to 14 and 20 to 24. And today we're going to finish with 22 to 24, which covers the story of Balaam, who is called by Balak, uh, who rules uh, in in, um, Moab. Uh, And they are worried because they can see the children of Israel, which, remember, we've already mentioned, is very significant in number, uh, traveling around the wilderness and uh, receiving blessings from the Lord. Now, um, this is something which he's very concerned of. But he hears about Balaam, uh, the son of Beor to Pethor. It says in verse five of Numbers twenty-two, who is a a prophet of sorts. He receives guidance and direction from the Lord. He's able to receive revelation. He isn't of the children of Israel, but he is an individual who is connected to God. Um, and he's so Balak sends some servants. Uh, to Balaam and asked them uh, to bring them to him so that he may curse Israel. Uh, Balaam uh, says he needs to ask the Lord. Uh, And in verse 12, it says, And God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. And Balaam rose in the morning and said unto the princes of Balak, Get you into your land, for the Lord refuseth to give me leave to go with you. Um, So he says no. He listens to the direction of the Lord and he doesn't go with them. Uh, And yet in verse 15 it says, And Balak sent yet again princes more and more honourable than they. So in other words, Balak sends more riches, more prestige uh, to try and get Balaam uh, to come to Moab and curse Israel. Um, This is... um, Something which, again, Balaam uh, rejects and says in verse eighteen, "I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more." But um, in verse nineteen, um, he invites them uh, to stay stay the night, and he um, says he will ask the Lord again. Now, this obviously has direct uh, comparisons with uh, the time when Martin Harris wanted Joseph Smith to provide the uh, translated manuscripts, the 116 pages so far, so that he could show his uh, his family and friends. Um, and of course, when the Lord said no, and then Martin comes back again, uh, Joseph asks again, and this is what is happening here with Balaam. And then in verse 20, it says, And, I, and God came unto Balaam at night, and said unto him, If the men come to call thee, Rise up and go with them, eat. but yet the word which I shall say unto thee, thou shalt do. So, reading this accounts in the uh, in Numbers, it seems to suggest that the Lord says, "Okay, you can go, but uh, you must do uh, what I tell you to do." So, Balaam goes and kind of takes this opportunity to rush over to Balak uh, so that he can still receive uh, some some sort of reward for um, what he is able to do. Um, but as he goes, uh, the Lord's anger is kindled with um, Balaam and he sends an angel to stand in the way. And of course, here is where we have the story of the uh, the donkey, where the donkey sees the angel ahead uh, and stops. And Balaam, who is very short-sighted or blinkered, um, which ironically is what, you know, um, the kind of attributes she would attribute to a donkey. Um, but he doesn't see the angel. He... Um, He smites the donkey and um, tries to get him to go on and once again um, the angel moves forward but then the donkey sees the angel again and he stops and he strikes him again and then um, he crushes Balaam's foot against a wall, um, or she I should say because it uses the her pronoun for the donkey in this this case. Um, And in verse 28 it says, And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass and she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee? that thou hast smite smitten thee these three times. Um, and Balaam said to the ass, because thou hast mocked me, I would that there was a sword in my hand for now I would kill thee. Um, now the fact that Balaam doesn't get isn't surprised that this donkey is talking to him is probably one of the biggest miracles in this in this uh, story. However the fact that the, the donkey opens its mouth, a lot of us get very focused on this and kind of amazed at how this donkey is talking and Uh, what the Lord is able to do. But I think if we focus on that, we miss a very important lesson here. Um, It's that the donkey in some way uh, represents promptings and and guidance to us to avoid danger. Um, And yet many times we are so focused on our day-to-day rushing around and activities that we don't focus on the promptings and things that we are to do that will direct us and keep us safe. Um, And in this case, um, Balaam does not do so. But his eyes are opened once the donkey says that, um, you know, am I not thy donkey and upon which thou hast ridden ever since I was thine unto this day. Basically, that I've always been loyal to you um, and have kept you safe. And again, that may in some ways be the Lord that he has always been loyal to us. And how often sometimes do we not listen or turn away from him? Um, So. Balaam sees that the the, um, the angel in the way, um, and he apologizes uh, to the angel, um, not to the donkey. I don't notice, but you know we'll we'll come back. We'll kind of refer to that. Uh, and he goes to Balak, and the story continues that uh, he goes to Moab as the angel uh, directs him to, and once again that he will only say what the Lord tells him to. Um and Balaam basically blesses Israel, uh, and every time Balak tries to move him to a different place, very similarly to how he's tried to send more and more riches to him to get him to come, um, and asks him to to try different places to see if the the blessing that Israel is receiving will be changed to a curse because of the location, uh, which again you know we can learn a uh, an an applicable lesson from, which would be a case of us perhaps. Um, trying to do things our own way as many times as we can but recognizing that we need to accept and submit to the Lord's will and that his will uh, will be the best thing for us and of course Balaam uh, gives many blessings to Israel and this is where we get the phrase of the star that comes out of Jacob and a scepter shall rise from Israel that this prophecy of the Christ comes from this uh, event as well so this is a obviously a very peculiar story but I do want to uh move now to the end of the story because actually in in chapter 24 that's all we really hear of uh, Balaam particularly especially in the um the study that we have for from our come follow me but there is a couple of obscure references to Balaam the same Balaam that we've just been talking about um in later chapters of uh, Numbers. Uh, in Numbers chapter 31, verse eight, it says, and they slew the kings of Midian beside the rest of them that were slain, namely Evi, Re- Recham, and Zer and Hur, and Reba, five kings of Midian. Balaam, also the son of Beor, they slew with a sword. So it seems that the children of Israel, uh, some time later, um, slay B- Balaam. And in verse 16 of that same chapter, it says, Behold, these caused the children of Israel through the council of Balaam to commit trespass against the Lord in the matter of Peor. And there was a plague among the congregation of the Lord. There is reference after this chapter of um, chapter 24 that people from the land of Moab come down to the children of Israel and tempt them uh, through very various means, uh, through chastising, through other ways of uh, guilt, of guilt, um, Greed and lust uh, to commit um, transgressions against their covenants, and it seems that it was Balaam who suggested this. Now, obviously, we only know that you know he was trying to he was blessing them um, whilst he was with Balak, and then we know he was killed. So we don't have much of the story in between that. But it may well be that in his attempts to still try and get some riches from uh, from these kings of. at kings in the surrounding lands, um, whilst he can't um, curse them directly, he may have suggested that if the Lord is with them, then the ways to remove the Lord's blessings from them is to have them leave the Lord uh, in their covenants. Uh, and actually, uh, there is a reference in Second Peter chapter 2 verse 15, who says, which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Boazor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. So that is um, a clear reference there to how he perhaps was received some riches from his council which started to work, but his end came to a, to a kind of premature end because um, he decided to try and help those people in some way, even though um, he did offer those blessings to begin with to Israel. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study this week. Uh, There's been so much. Uh, Please join us for our Monday episode tomorrow. I look forward to to seeing you then. And until we meet again.